Welcome into our High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. This is your chance to hear from all the McPherson High School and area coaches throughout the school year. The Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE is brought to you by FEMCO, McPherson Concrete, Complete Automotive in McPherson, DFS Moto in Canton, Alliance Agency Incorporated, Kane's Body Shop, Lindsborg Quarterback Club, Next Tech Wireless, Jar Performance Automotive, and Farmer's State Bank. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Welcome into this morning's High School Basketball Coaches show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. It is early and cold here on a Saturday morning, so pull up a seat, get ready for some high school basketball. I'm Jim Joyner, and of course joining me as always is Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, you got out of the office late last night. You were the last one here. You had to turn the lights off. Lock the door. Are you doing okay? Last man standing. It's a very short turnaround. And uh, after a long night in Derby, is you know, we didn't get out of there until after 10 o'clock. Uh, you know, it seemed like the high school games used to always get over at 9. Now it's 10 because there's so many fouls. And like uh, one of the coaches said, it seems like they call so many fouls, they get tired of calling fouls. So a uh, very long night, but a great win for the McPherson girls. And the McPherson boys played about 28 great minutes last night and then Derby's athleticism just kind of warmed down at the end so it was a split for the Bullpups. Some quick scores for you here just from last night. Girls win 49-40 over Derby. They're now 3-0. The boys lose 57-53 at Derby. They're now 1-2. Both teams will be back at home on Tuesday to take on Bueller. Mound Ridge was at home last night to take on Hillsboro in their preseason tournament. The boys lost 63-37. The girls lost 51-38 against Hillsboro. Mound Ridge girls now 2-2. Two two. Boys now 1-3. The Heston teams both swept Emporia. Emporia, it was a boys win 63-55. Heston boys now 4-0. The girls won 40-34. They're now 2-2. Two two. Inman, both teams were able to, excuse me, they split with Lions. The boys won 49-48. Girls lost 41-36. Inman boys now 3-1. That was over at Mount Ridge, and the girls are now 2-2. Two two. Smoky Valley with a sweep on the road at Concordia. The boys won 44-23. They're now 1-2, and, and the Smoky Valley girls won 50-41. They are now 2-1. Canton Galva was swept by Elyria Christian yesterday at the Gossel Tournament. Elyria boys winning 34-28. Girls winning 38-29. Elyria boys now 2-1. Girls now 1-2 and two in Canton-Galva. Both teams are 0-3. Little River was not playing last night since they played a couple of games earlier on in the week. So those are the scores. And now let's hear from McPherson boys basketball coach Kurt Kinneman. And like we mentioned there at the top, a 57-53 loss at Derby last night. And Steve mentioned as well that 28-27 really good minutes for your team last night. And I thought the game really changed in the third quarter. You had jumped out on top of Derby. You scored three or four quick baskets, you got up by 11 points, and I think that either you or Coach Flory took a timeout, and that set up for them to get back into their pressure. They got a couple of stops, got a couple of makes, and put themselves right back in the game and made some shots down the stretch. But that Derby Havoc defense, it was full of havoc last night. It was. It was. It'd be interesting to see, you know, on film how well we did take care of the ball. I, I thought for the most part, you know, we – as far as, as live ball turnovers and throwing them the ball where they would go and make uh, a layup or something like that, that didn't happen a whole lot of times. But we had we had turnovers where we we just, you know, threw it out of bounds or got knocked down or, or whatever happened. And, and uh, you know, we just got to do a better job with that. But 
uh, you're right. I think for 27, 28 minutes, we played pretty good basketball. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where uh, they did wear us down, and, um, you know, we got to be able to handle pressure situations like that. A big key is that uh, right now you're playing about seven guys. Derby plays 14, and a lot of them are football players. We're on that, they honored their state championship football team last night. A very physical team, very athletic play, uh, team. They jump out of the gym. Uh, crazy kind of offense for them, though. They shoot threes from everywhere. They took almost 40 last night. They didn't make that many, but it was a three by uh, Carsack late in the game that uh, put them ahead for good. But uh, that's a derby team that's very difficult to play because they play a style that not many teams play. Well, they do. They Everything they do is predicated on getting into the lane and then kicking and, you know, they'll throw it across court and shoot a three. And uh, You know, I told the coaches after the game, we were probably fortunate in some aspects that – uh, they they didn't shoot it better because they did get some some open looks that they just missed. Uh, we rebounded the ball fairly well out of that. You know you can't you can't let somebody chuck up a three and then go get the rebound and then try it again. And I thought for the most part we rebounded the ball pretty well. And um, you know Trey Washington's just he's a tough matchup for us because he's he's so quick and fast and and physical. Um, but uh, I, I liked how our guys stepped up, and I thought we competed. And, you know, it's just one of those things. We're not much uh, of a believer in, in uh, moral victories. And, uh, you know, bottom line is we got beat. Uh, you know, probably got beat at free throw line. Uh, we did a good job getting to the basket, drawing fouls, and, and uh, we just got to be able to knock some of those down, and, and we will. Well, it's a busy week coming up as you guys will welcome in Bueller on Tuesday and then go on the road to Winfield next Friday night to wrap up the first half of the season. Last year was kind of different with the way the schedule lined up and you ended up finishing with Dodge City. That'll be your first game in January. But two big league games coming up this week. I don't know a ton about Winfield yet. I know that they lost to Arc City in their first game. I don't know what they did the rest of the week this week. I know that Bueller's 2-0 with a win over Hutch on Tuesday. They then beat Salina South last night. And this Bueller team, they're able to score the basketball. And I know that you had a chance to watch a little bit of film on them earlier this morning. And they will be a rare, very tough test here on Tuesday night. They will. You know, anytime Bueller comes in, it, it's a big game. And uh, I look for an atmosphere that will be really good atmosphere. And, um, you know, our, our kids uh, are looking forward to getting back out on the floor. You know, the only way to get a bad taste out of your mouth is to get to go out and play and uh, you know, we weren't going to need any extra motivation with Bueller coming in town, but uh, they're playing really well right now. And, uh, you know, Winfield's not playing very well. They, they got beat 62-31 by Clearwater. But uh, honestly, all of my focus last week was on Derby after Andover Central. We didn't even mention that. We played really well on Tuesday <laughs> night. Let's, let's yeah. talk beat about the, something beat good. Beat the number one team in the beat state. Beat the number one team in the state and, and really happy with that. And, and we played – Pretty well last night. I thought we we played hard and we just did some things, but uh, it's going to be a big week and and uh, you know we're I'm going first so we can get to practice and and get back at it. Well, we always need your cheery disposition. <laughs> well, yeah, I did, ho ho ho. I'm in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, coach, and, and we'll talk to you again next week. A couple of really big games for these McPherson teams in league play. All right, thanks, Jim. Yeah, it'll be good to get back home on Tuesday. I think Steve is going to be the happiest man. Yeah, to I'll back tell you, the, home. I'll tell you, back to back road trips to Andover and and uh, Derby. Uh, you know, those Tuesday night road games that are quite a ways away. Uh, they they're, they kind of take you know they take a little out of you so i think coach strathman is out there and uh uh or is he coming in 
I think he's out there at least somewhere. Okay. Uh, well, his girls picked up a couple of really nice wins this week. They won 54-50 to in overtime. They also picked up a win over the Derby girls last night. But we'll skip over Coach Strathman. He's out there he's socializing. Yeah, he's out there. And we have Vicki Kessler, our good friend Vicki Kessler. We I haven't seen her for a while. She's back as the Mound Ridge girls basketball coach and always uh, – Fits in well with all of us here at the at the breakfasts, but Vicky, good to see you again. Uh, Mount Ridge last night, a 51-38 loss, I believe it was, to Hillsborough. But uh, uh, Hillsborough, very athletic team. They are. They are. And we slowed the Worth girl down, and then some other kids scored for them that we were not anticipating. But uh, we hung in there. We had a bad spot in the third quarter, and that really turned the tides. We had the same field goals, same three-point uh shots made but they were 17 for 18 at the free throw line and that was the difference how would you evaluate the start to your season you know this is a young group um, they've had a lot of transition you're transitioning to a new coach you are transitioning to a new system and we had one starter back so I feel like the girls are working as hard as they can they're on a learning curve we've sort of worked through some of our jitters and um, I'm pleased with how hard they're working in practice and on the court in games. Well, the Mound Ridge girls are now 2-2. Two and two. How much were you able to follow this team and, and see them up close the last couple of years, and especially last year, kind of transitioning back into the coaching role? Were you able to follow them very closely and, and be able to see them to know some things to begin this year? I did. I did. I went to all the home games, and I watched them play. And, you know, some of these kids are kids I had when I taught – uh, fourth grade, and so I know their personalities, and that helps a lot. Um, so I'm, I, I knew that, but I did not evaluate games like I am in this seat this year. And then earlier this week, Steve mentioned the Hillsboro game last night. It was the Mound Ridge preseason tournament. You guys also played Lions on Thursday night, won 41-28, and played Inman on Monday or Tuesday night earlier in the week and lost 40-20. to Five. I know that you'll have a chance to see Inman again later on this year. I don't know if you'll see Lions again this year, but a one and two week at home and a lot of games in a short amount of time. A lot too. of games in a short amount of time. And I will tell you that the Inman game, we uh, came out very jittery and uh, finally settled down in that, just couldn't find the basket that night. Against Lions, who a, has a couple of really good players, we kept the head girl from scoring. She had three points for the night. And that was big for us defensively. We played a great game because Lions is a, gr a good team, too. This was a tough tournament for us. What comes up this week for Mound Ridge? We play Little River at home, and then we head on to uh, the long road trip to Medicine Lodge. Ooh, okay. Well, uh, Little River, of course. Steve, you're not doing anything on Thursday. No, you want to no. go to Medicine Lodge? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Little River, uh, they've gotten off to a pretty good start they so have. far and uh, a very deep team. So yes. should be a good week for Mound Ridge of competition. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we are going to ask Coach Unrout here in a little bit, but I wanted to make sure that against Inman, did any of the fans yell at Vance? Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> <laughs> we always tell them to not yell at Vance. We don't want him to yell we at We were him. hoping somebody would bring him a muffin. Uh, I don't know about that, but, uh, you know, he he uh, he anticipates a little bit of that, and so he's learned. He's a veteran. He knows how uh, to handle He's it. been around a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Well, Coach Kessler, thanks this for Thank coming in this guys. morning. Thanks, Vicky. This is our... 50, our coaches show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We will take a quick break here on 96.7 FM KBBE. 
We're back on this morning's High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva, continuing after another busy Friday night of basketball. And this is our final Coaches Show before we hit the winter break next week. And we're now joined by McPherson High Girls basketball coach Chris Strathman after a very emotional, fun night last night down at Derby. His girls won 49-40. to They're now 3-0 and on the season. And you picked up two really big road wins this week. But you had one really big loss this week in losing senior Andrea Sweat for the remainder of the season. Hope to get a couple other senior starters back once you get into the new year and into January at some point. And we can talk about Andrea here in just a moment, but a couple of really big wins for your team, not only on Tuesday at Andover Central, but a big win at Derby last night, winning by nine against the team that we heard a lot about this summer. We heard a lot about their freshmen that were coming in. We heard a lot about their returners. And for your team, after the day you had to go down and win that game, it said a lot about your program last night. Uh, yeah, it did. Our, our kids you know, deserve all that credit for... Uh, just playing their butts off, you know they were they were aggressive from the get go. Uh, kind of set the tone defensively that we were going to make it as hard as we possibly could on them uh, to get easy inside looks. And our big focus in the locker room, talking about defense, was uh, you know make their first shot as difficult as we could, and then hold them to one shot. And I thought if we could do that, we could we could definitely play with them, but. Uh, if they started getting second, third chances on almost every possession, we were going to be in serious trouble. Uh, it's just just due to their size, but also they have a, they have some athletes too. Uh, but especially their size, we were re- very concerned about rebounding. Well, one thing I called it about is the epitome of what a team effort is. Uh, Grace, of course, you, you know she kind of runs the show a little bit out there. But Emma Mom hit six big free throws, did mm-hmm. not miss a free throw, scored eight points. Uh, our player of the game was Cassie Cooks because she was giving away six, five, six inches to some of their players. Uh, she battled inside all night. She had to play a ton of minutes. You know, uh, for Cassie to have to play that many minutes is kind of tough with, you know, going against that kind of size. Ella Schmidt comes off the bench, knocks down three incredible three-pointers. Uh, you just go right down the line, Cassidy Beam, uh, Lauren Labertu. I know I'm leaving somebody out. How about Peyton Howard? Peyton Howard yep. came up big off the bench. But that is the epitome of what a team victory is. Yeah, they, they all stepped up and did their jobs, you know. Um, Emma Mom, you mentioned her. I thought she was fantastic. Just really, really tough last night. Uh, she's still not feeling great with her feet. Uh, yeah. You know, we're having to manage her time a little bit, uh, especially in practice the last couple of days after playing big minutes on Tuesday. So, you know, that that's just part of her toughness, and I think that helps carry over to her teammates as well. Uh, you mentioned Cassie. You know, I thought – I thought she played very well last night. I don't have the final stats or, or uh, those numbers done or, or if you haven't seen those yet, but uh, she had to pile up double-digit rebounds, uh, had to. Well, I have watched most of the film, and she had a lot of boards from, from the parts that I've seen. and um, Just a really impressive and gutty performance. You know, Peyton subbed in for her quite a bit, but a lot of times it's for really short spells. Right. We had to get Cassie out uh, a couple times of fouls or whatever, but other times just to give her a quick break. And it was like, Cassie, you ready? Yep. I mean, she wanted to get back in there and compete, and uh, she really battled last night. Well, so it was great. I think you just said the word compete. These girls are competing. They competed on Tuesday down at Andover Central. Uh, that was a game, you know, you were down, came back, looked like you had the game under control. They made a couple late threes. Uh, got into overtime. You guys got the first basket of overtime, then never gave up the lead. But what does it mean to win two games like that on the road in a, in a, in a four-day stretch? Well, it's it was tremendous. 
um, by our team this this week. So, you know, Andover Central had had a quality win, very quality win, last Friday against May South, and you know, Andover Central's still a young team, so they came into that game brimming with confidence, and you could definitely see that in the way Harshaw played in that first half for sure. Uh, but our girls kind of kind of weathered the storm. Uh, we knew they were going to throw some runs at us, and they did. And they just kept grinding, kept finding a way to, to figure it out and uh, make enough plays down the stretch to win. We did that last night as well, made enough plays down the stretch to hold them off and never let Derby really make a serious run at us. We had a couple times where we had two, three possessions that were bad consecutively um, where they could have come down and made some shots and really put some pressure on us. Uh, but most of those times, again, they either didn't convert or uh, you know when they missed the shot, we got the board, and that's what we had to do. Well, it was a huge win for the McPherson girls. They're now 3-0, and and then they will be back at home on Tuesday to take on Bueller. Then on Friday, go back down south, play at Winfield, and it'll be another busy week of games. I don't want to use the phrase and, and, and say step down in competition, but compared to what you saw this past week with two monster road games, it's a different level of competition, and you guys are trying to stay healthy. You're trying to keep yourselves fresh and a couple of really big league games here to finish out December. Yeah, I mean, these two games, you know, two league games coming up, like you said, um, I, I would be a little concerned about a letdown um, just because of the, the ranked 5A, the ranked 6A teams we just faced. But it's let's face it, it's, it's Bueller <laughs> on Tuesday. And uh, regardless of, um, you know, what they're, what they're doing or whatever, our, our kids are going to be ready uh, to play and get after on Tuesday. I have no no question about that. Well, Coach Strathman, congrats on the big win last night down at Derby and a big one at Andover Central on Tuesday and hope to close out the month of December 5-0. and Thank you. We'll see. Thanks. All right, this is the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva moving along here on this Saturday morning as we will take one more break. You're listening on 96.7 FM KBBE. Continuing on this morning's High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva, now joined by Heston Boys Coach Greg Riley as the Swathers, I think, are the only 4-0 team, a couple of undefeated teams, but all of them are 3-0 at this point. <coughs> Coach Riley's Heston Boys are 4-0 with three really good wins this week. They beat Nickerson 57-42 earlier on in the week in their own tournament. They then beat Wichita Independent 72-29, and then last night took on 5A Emporia, 163-55, so you come out of this week with a 3-0 record. You picked up a win last Friday night, you're 4-0, and I don't know if you could have drawn a much better start to the season than going 4-0, and especially with those wins over Nickerson and Emporia, two schools that are in a bigger classification than you. Yeah, it was a good week, and I'm proud of the kids, and we played hard, and uh, you know, we turn around now next week and play the number one ranked team in 1A, and got to go play Doug, which is never easy over there, so... Um, hopefully we can keep rolling. One thing, it's a trademark of your team, it looks like, so far is your depth. You're playing a ton of guys. I don't know if you're subbing five in, five out, or just subbing them in continuously, but it seems like every game it's a different guy stepping up. Well, um, we don't go five in, five out. I'm not smart enough to do that. <laughs> you're not Mitch Fiegel, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> no, Mitch and I have a long history but um you know we, last year we we i played too many kids i mean we we never could get anybody in rhythm and right now we're in a pretty solid well we got max arnold back which was huge so 
pretty solid eight. And then if we get a little foul trouble and things, we go to nine and ten. But uh, um, our roles are a little bit better defined, and, and uh, I think things are better that way, and the kids are more comfortable and not always wondering what's going on. So that, that was my fault last year. But uh, but right now we've got we're getting a lot of contributions from a lot of people. So. Well, one thing I think I've heard you say a couple of times here so far in the early goings of the season is again this is a young team. And these are a lot of guys that didn't play a ton of minutes for you last year. What has given them that edge here early on in the season after not having a ton of experience last year? Um, well, maybe we're a little more experienced. I mean, we played three freshmen a lot last year, and they're all sophomores now and contributing a lot. And we had a fourth sophomore that's contributing a lot that uh, really has been hurt for most of the last two years. So he's been a huge surprise and, and really stepped up and – um, you know, like last night we got in a little foul trouble and we can stick him in and, you know, he gets a stick back, he makes things happen. That would be Ty Schrader. And, uh, you know, our freshmen that we're playing, uh, it isn't like in years past where Jake has to be the man. Uh, you know, he can come in and if he does well, he does well. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. So it's a lot better that way. And uh, it was really nice last night to get Max Arnold back. He's been hurt. Maybe we'll get lucky for once to actually get somebody back that's been injured. And the last couple of years has been a, a pain. I, I think he's still in a lot of pain. He won't tell me because then he knows he doesn't get to play. But, boy, the last two nights he really gave us a spark. Well, you mentioned a couple of really big games for Heston this week, going to Smoky Valley and taking on the other guys in the room. They're eating breakfast right now. That'll be on Tuesday. And then taking on Coach Kinneman's brother, the Cowboy, Clint Kinneman, and the St. John Tigers on Friday. And this is definitely a tough week with a road game against the rival, a game at home against a very good St. John team. I don't remember what you did against them last year. I knew you played them. Uh, we, we beat them last year fairly good, so I'm a little bit scared. They're huge. They got been, I mean, they're going to be good. I, I, they beat Hoisington by 20 the other night, which – I'm like, wow, because Hoisington's good. Um, they've got a little bit of injury problem right now too, but uh, that was a that was a statement win, and they've got Larned tonight. So if I wasn't old, I should go over there and scout. But too old, too old, and got film now. So. There you go. Well, Coach <laughs> Riley, seen it live though. Well, thanks for coming in, and congrats on a great week, right, three well, and zero this week, and now four and zero in the season. All right, appreciate you. This is our high school coaches show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We've heard from the McPherson coaches already this morning after a split on the road at Derby last night. Girls winning 49 to 40, the boys winning 50 or losing 57 to 53. And we'll now hear from Heston girls coach Matt Richardson, whose team is now two and two as they lost the first two games of the week, losing at Nickerson 41-36 earlier in the week. They then lost to Wichita Independent on Thursday night in overtime 50 to 52 to 50 and then beat Emporia 40 to 34 last night coach Richardson sounds like it was kind of an up and down roller coaster of a week well, for this team our kids are, are always give the defensive effort it was a barn burner in the first half 12 to 10 you know we were down <laughs> <laughs> we we just struggled to put the ball in the basket and uh, but I can always count on us on the defensive end of the floor being really scrappy I've got some really good kids who are understanding their roles uh, Lindsay Diggin is a big girl for us in the middle and she's really doing a nice job controlling the block 
Well, I saw last night that Elise Kaiser, who we talked about going into the year, is signed to go play at Newman. We saw one of her future teammates last night in Sydney Nillis down at Derby, but that Elise went over a thousand career points last night in the win over Emporia. And I know she, for you, hopefully has a few more points to score this year, but a nice milestone for her last night. Uh, her, her knowledge and growth of the game is, is really coming on this year. She's a lot of fun. Um, we're just having some conversations about uh, how to incorporate when she needs to shoot, when she can dish it off. Uh, her, she is really starting to grow and understand the, the ability to distribute the basketball. And she had a big second half. I think I saw you in the box, 18 in the second half, and hit a couple of real big threes that really looked like kind of keyed the It was key. It was kind of nice. Against Coach Dorsey, Coach Carolyn over there, she's got a lot of good kids. But we were able to get some buckets early in that third quarter, and uh, then – it was just a change in the way the game played. We kind of slowed it down just a little bit, and they came out and got us in man, and then we were able to really get a couple of good looks and kind of stretch that lead to about 10, 12 points, and it made it fun. Going back to the earlier games this week, you lost the first two this week. I mentioned Wichita Independent in overtime. What was the story of that game on Thursday uh, night? Played a wonderful first half. Had a 15-point lead in the first half. Uh, got a lot of growth to come through. We had some turnovers and couldn't make a free throw at the end of the ball game, so that went, had a five-point lead under a minute. Um, and it was a very similar situation last night so on Thursday night we weren't able to convert and, and get a W but last night we turned that around and it learned a lot from our scenario and what do you got coming up this week uh well we're going to Smoky Valley on Tuesday having Larry coach Larry up there and his kids are really playing well I have some size they've got some guards just he said himself he says you just can't overlook anybody and I, he said we're just come to play every night and they're, they're playing very well and then after that you'll be taking on the St. John Tigers I don't know anything about the St. John girls. I pretty much only know about Coach Kinneman's St. John boys over there. So another tough one. I guess you guys will be at home for that one. I don't know anything about St. John girls. Well, Coach Danny Smith is a couple years older than I am from St. John as well, so it's kind of nice to see some familiar faces when uh, we go to St. John or St. John comes up here. So it's it's going to be good. I don't know a lot about their kids yet. Uh, I know they had a lot of young kids playing last year, so they should be one year older, a lot more growth. Did you tell Coach to uh, bring you an Elroy's pizza? <laughs> that would be nice. Elroy's <laughs> out there at Stafford makes some really good pizza. I think you can find somebody to hook you up. I'm sure there will be several people coming from that direction. Well, Coach Richardson, congrats on the win last night, Thank now 2-2, two and two, and then closing out the month of December with a couple tough games coming up this week. Thank you very much. We'll take another break on our High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. Continuing on this morning's High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva, we're now joined by Mountain Ridge Boys Coach Vance Unrau after his team is now off to a 1-3 and three start and three losses for his team at home this week in their Mountain Ridge preseason tournament starting off earlier this week, losing 46-30 to Inman, losing 54-49 against Lions on Thursday, and then last night losing to a very good Hillsborough team, 63-37. Coach Unrau, you don't have very many three-loss weeks in your career, so <laughs> no. what, what has this Saturday morning been like, and what was this week like for you guys? Well, I call our team a little bit of uh, an eclectic group because we have some that are very experienced. A couple of seniors been on the floor for three years. We have a, a group of juniors that haven't had a lot of time over the last couple of years. But, uh, and then, you know, we start a freshman point guard, play a freshman off the bench, play a junior off the bench. Still really trying to find out what we're all about and what we can do well. Uh, and, you know, when you lose by 40 Inman on Tuesday in a hard-fought game, you lose by five in, 
to lions in a much improved lions group uh, and then know that you have to end the week playing against a deep and athletic and good shooting Inman group or uh, Hillsborough group. Uh, it, we, we fatigue set in a little bit after a couple of tough losses in both the Inman game and the Lions game. Uh, we had our chances, untimely turnovers, uh, especially late in the game. Uh, really didn't help ourselves out at all. And so when, when, when you get a little fatigued against a, a team, arguably, that's deeper and more athletic than you, it, it not only affects you physically, but your mind turns a little mushy, too, <laughs> and your mental toughness goes down. So we need to learn from it. We I was going to say, you get a lot of lessons learned from this week because you played three really good teams, and, and moving forward, you can take what you learned this week and for next week. No. Uh, we played hard enough to win, uh, especially on Thursday night, but we didn't play smart enough. You know, and that's when it, you're, the growth really needs to happen in your team. And uh, certainly coming up this week, uh, we're going to play a, a very talented Little River group that has good young kids. They have Garrison who can shoot it anywhere past half court. Uh, and uh, they, they have a coach that, you know, is well-seasoned, and they're going to do it his way. Yeah. And uh, – so we're going to have to also find out not only what we're about, but we're going to have to play smarter during the game and make in-season or in-game decisions that are happening by our players on the floor. It's a growth process. And so, you know, here, here we are. I want to be patient. But I, and, then, you know, if you have patience and you have panic button and you have them at extreme ends, you can't go to that panic mode. You have to stay the course. You have to stay the process. You have to keep hitting the fundamentals. And you keep having to encourage, yet holding kids responsible. Okay, and that's a fine line. Well, you know what and, John Wooden said, be quick, but don't hurry. Yeah. So you got to use a little hey, I'm gonna take that. I'm going to take that to heart as a coaching philosophy, too, yeah. for me. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, I want the quick answer. Yeah. But I also want our kids to understand as well that it's going to take a lot of hard work. So, Well, important question for you. Did any Inman fans bring you some muffins on Tuesday night? You know, it's a it's a fun rivalry. Well, uh, we told them to bring you muffins. To not yell them to bring happen. you a muffin, and nobody brought happen. you a muffin. Hey, there's a it's a friendly rivalry. Uh, I I I enjoy um, going over to Inman. They're they're you know, uh, Phrase does a, a really really good job with those guys. They they played hard. It was a hard fought game between the two of us. And we'll get a chance at least once more, and we're going to the Inman substate. So there may be another time we'll get a chance to play them. I know they're going to be much improved, but so will we. And I know where we want to be. I know what potential we have. And we just have to continue to stay the course and work hard to get there. Well, Vance, best of luck next week. We will make another plea whenever you guys go to their place on the 17th of January <laughs> to please, all I want so bad is for you to go show up right before the game and there'll be like six muffins waiting you for go. you on the bench. You all go. right, guys. Hey, we'll see you. Thanks so much. Yep, you bet. That was Mountain Ridge boys coach Vance Unrau as his team fell to 1-3 and three this week and like I mentioned, losses to Inman Lions as well as Hillsboro, and then they will be taking on Little River on Tuesday, and the girls are at Medicine Lodge on Thursday 
And on my schedule, I have the boys playing against it's, Conway it's that, Springs. It's that CPL, uh, HOA CPL classic. So, uh, you know, they, so you're sure, Steve, you don't want to go to Medicine Lodge I don't on think, Thursday? I don't think so. I don't think Coach Vanderwig wants to go to Medicine Lodge either. But they no, went sir. to Concordia last night, and what a great win for your team. It's always tough to go to Concordia. You know, a loud place to play, a lot of tradition up there. But two-in-one start, I believe, now for the Vikings. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I, I'm not for sure the last time we've started two-in-one. So, uh, real happy for our girls uh, and our program and, and how we're progressing. And and you're right. Uh, to go up to Concordia uh, and for Smoky Valley, we came out between the boys and girls 5-0 and last night. And I think that's that's great for both programs. Well, a couple of players really stepping up for you. Carrington Haxton. Uh, so I think she had 16 and something like seven assists or something. Yeah. And then Brianna Pretty back-to-back double-doubles this week. Yeah. What a great week for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Those two are really playing well, playing fast. And uh, and and we're, we're able to get up and down a court. And, and uh, that's exciting. If you can get some transition buckets, uh, makes the game a little bit easier. Uh, but even in the half court, those two make things happen. Um, Ellie Brumball's a little off last night. First two games, she's been one of our leading scorers, and she got into foul trouble early. And, and some other players stepped up uh, off the bench, which was big for us. Abby Rose came in and hit two threes in the, uh, in the second quarter uh, and, and gave us confidence to where, where we could keep Ellie on the bench because uh, we were really afraid of her getting her third in the first half. And, uh, you know, uh, Avery Vanderwig, uh, Macy Carlson, Ashton Bryant, and, and Abby came in off the bench to help help. Uh, get us to the halftime with the lead. That's what's impressed me. I, you know, you send me the stats, and I look at your box score. You got a lot of girls playing, and uh, when you play a lot of games early in the season, it really helps you out. But uh, depth is a big uh, key to your team this year. Yeah, we do have we we have quite a bit of talent. And last night, a uh, new sophomore played for us, uh, uh, or somebody who hadn't played in varsity yet, Maddie Toll, as a five eleven uh, strong forward and. Uh, we we brought her in to match her up against Walmart for Concordia, who's a strong uh, forward for them, and they were wanting to just back us down and throw it into Walmart. So we put Maddie in there, and Maddie rose to the challenge, and uh, and she she's going to continue to get better for us. So that's exciting. We have more depth at post to play. Big week coming up for the Vikings. Yeah. I think is it Heston on Tuesday? Yeah. Heston on Tuesday, and then at Halstead on yeah. Friday. The H's. Yeah. It's the H yeah. week. It is, and uh, those are two very formidable teams, and, and uh, you know some of the class of the of the league. So we have our work cut out for us for sure, and, and it'd be a great test to see where we where we truly are. You know, I, we we haven't played a great. Uh, complete game yet i mean last night we went 15 for 35 on free throws and and i i promise you we practice free throws every day yeah um and tuesday night we had 22 turnovers and gave up 22 offensive rebounds so and last night when i got to the locker room after the game the girls looked like they lost yeah. they were frustrated they knew they didn't play as well as they could and that's exciting to me now if we could take that next step, then we'll be able to compete with Heston and Halstead, and we'll find out very well, soon. Well, Larry, best of luck this week. Uh, great week for the Vikings. Uh, yeah. Great night in Concordia when all the Viking teams came away with wins. So yeah. congratulations. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Well, we'll bring in boys coach Doug Schneider after they picked up their first win of the season last night. A really nice win for them last night at Concordia, able to win that game by a final score of 44-23. I had a hard time tracking down that Smoky Valley Concordia score last night. They must have been so excited and dancing in the street and 
we got back here at what 11 o'clock and oh, i didn't yeah. have a score yet and i figured that the party was still going on as it was a nice win for the concordia boys or for the smoky valley boys at concordia and coach schneider it was good to finally get that first w of the season last it, night it was no internet up at concordia they're too far north so uh, <laughs> no um it was a nice win for us we played well um they got out to a 10-4 lead early you know i talked about the fact they have trouble scoring so obviously i'm a great scouter um but once they got up 10-4, we really kicked it in. They scored 13 points the next three and a half quarters, and our defense was really clicking. You know, we didn't shoot the ball extremely well. I think we were about 35 or 38% for the game. But we got a lot of shots. I think we shot 53 times last night. So our kids were not shy about shooting the ball. We just didn't, didn't hit them as many as we could. But they went to a little bit of a diamond and one last night against Cade. Uh, you know, Cade's coming into the last night averaging 20 a game. And... Uh, they took him out of his game a little bit, but he still ended up with 10. But Trey Kennedy did a nice job stepping up, had 15 points for us, and kind of got the game going a little bit from the outside. And, and then all of our guys just tend to chip in at that point and, and just do a nice job playing well together. You know, this group is, has really, uh, we always talk about identifying what you want your team to be like. And this new group of seniors coming in who've waited their turn have really adopted a lot of the mantra of last year's group. They want to get out. They want to pressure. They want to be able to get after people. And, you know, we had a tough one on Tuesday against Southeast. We just turned the ball over too many times, and they shot lights out. But our energy has been phenomenal so far. And Matt Lucas has been giving you a real steady presence. I think he had six rebounds again last night. That's kind of been the norm for him. But he's really uh, kind of relished the more playing time this year. He has. He's done a nice job with that. And he's actually grown a little bit more. He's got such long arms. He's one of those guys that's 6'4", but – Feels like he's nine foot tall when he puts his arms up in the air. But you know, he got into two, uh, got two early fouls last night and sat most of the first half. And, and to his credit, he said, "Coach, they're doing a good job without me. If you don't need me, let's just let's just rest me." And he didn't score last night, but he came in and got boards. He defended, uh, did a really nice job. We were a man down last night. Haven Lysel Stewart was sick, had that flu bug going around the the Lindsborg area, but. So we were a man down, but we ended up moving Cade in the middle of the zone for a little bit last night. So we had our point guard play in the middle. We had a little bit of a cornucopia of guys around there doing what they had to do. But you're right. And then Johan Rockholtz, another one of our seniors, just gives us a ton of energy out there on the court, always getting steals, always making plays. And so I'm really pleased with how these guys are coming along. It's just a matter of being able to figure out who's going to get the scoring each night. Huge week coming up for the Vikings. The H week, uh, Heston on Tuesday, I believe Halstead. Then later in the week, but the game with Heston is always a uh, a great game between you guys. Raleigh fire any shots while he was in here? Oh, he was. He was yeah, he, he said that they are going to win by sixty. <laughs> so here's your chance to respond and say you're going to win by eighty. Hey, all we need to do is win by one. That's all we've got to win by, as long as it comes out as a win. But you know they're having a great season so far. Greg's guys always play well, and and let's be honest, in our league, it's always been Heston has been the bar you kind of set as far as where you at. And I know I know they didn't win league last year, but at the same time, they're always that team that everybody you know kind of goes after and wants to see how they do. Last year, our first game at their place, we had them on the ropes and couldn't finish them off. Uh, all those guys are a year older now and a year stronger, but I hope we are too. So this is another one of those games, again, it, it could go either way. It could it could get out of hand on either side. It, it could be a really close game. I mean, it just depends. And, and our guys, they you know, this is that era where kids know each other so well. They know everybody they're playing against. It's all it's, that Instagram. It is. They talk to each other a lot more than we ever talked to each other when we played. It was always, you know, go in there and beat that enemy from another place. But these guys know how to, how to banter with one another, and they know how to kind of get each other fired up. And, 
it's just always fun to get out there and see those kids play and compete. And we just hope we can get out there and do the things we want to do. We need a good shooting night. I think if we could put one of those together, we could have a really solid night. Congratulations on the win last night and good luck with the, the H's next week. Go Not H's. just the H's next week, the H's for the next one month and three days. <laughs> Heston at Halstead, then the winter break, then Hoisington, then at, Hast- at Heston, and then at Hoisington. It's all the H's. It's hard for me to put all those games in alphabetical order sometimes. It's very, really very difficult. through my alphabet really quick. So it'll be it'll be an adventure. A number of those teams are really, really solid teams. And like you said, some back-to-backs in there with the two Hoisingtons and the two Hestons relatively close together. So we'll get to know each other and know those trips pretty well. The CKL. It never stops. Always a war. Yep. Always a war. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Doug. We'll take another break here on our High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We wrap up our High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva this morning by, of course, ending with our Elyria Christian Corner. They're always right about 8.50, so if you're an Elyria right. fan, we let them all sleep in. They never have to worry about getting up right at 8 to hear you guys talk, but we'll start off with girls coach Craig Fields. It's been a weird week for you guys because you were down at the Gossel Tournament, and you still are today, but you played last night and beat Canton Galva 38-29, and you also played on Monday and lost to Little River 37-26. to So win number one of the season came last night, and I know that was a win that you guys were looking to get and a nice win over Canton Galva. Yeah, we were thrilled to get that, that win. Looking at our schedule at the beginning of the season and those first three games, I thought if we could get one win out of that, I was going to be very, very happy. And, um, and so we did that. I felt like our girls were a little tense and a little nervous and, and – Star, I started to question, did they believe that we could get a win? We uh, tried to kind of self-destruct in the fourth quarter, but a lot of credit to uh, to Canton Galva. Man, they played hard, and they're they're down a couple girls, and um, and they just played tough throughout the game, even when uh, Tia Modelmog, their, their star player, she played phenomenal last night on both ends of the court. Um, I think she had 15 points, and she just pressured us all night on defense, and she ended up fouling out in the fourth quarter. Um, we had a couple of our starters foul out, and so it was just – it was a battle. It was a very, very long fourth quarter. I think it took about 30 minutes for that quarter to, to get through, and uh, but it was fun for the girls to, to get that win. Well, you played Little River really tough on Monday, and Coach Look from Little River really had some nice things to say about your team. He says they're much improved, and he's really impressed with your athleticism and quickness, and it, I think that's really going to be – what sparked your team this year? Yeah, we're you know I I think the fact that we played so many freshmen last year, uh, I've seen a big difference in the growth of these girls. The, the sophomores this year uh, are much improved, and I think that experience they got last year helped. Um, and we knew that we we had some good athletes. You know, bringing in Connie Shot uh, this year, she is just so incredibly fast. Um, and so she's helped. She's averaging almost double digits here the first three games. Um, and then we, we brought in some freshmen that are really giving us some significant time. Uh, Ryland Hawkinson is a freshman, and she's probably our, our biggest height uh, that we have out there. She's just long, and, and I think once she gets things figured out and she, she slows down a little bit, she's trying, to, she's trying to dominate like she did in, in middle school and I think on the offensive side. And, um, but you know, she had five points for us last night and was in a couple blocks and a couple steals. And, um, so, yeah, I think the athleticism, I think we can match up with people better and, and play a good man defense now. 
so it, it's they're a fun group to coach. They're uh, they're great girls that just like to work hard, and and we're trying to get them to look past themselves and see that you know how you react to difficult situations is going to make a difference, and and that really helped last uh, last night as we uh, struggled to close out a game, and they they made a lot of mental errors. Um, they kind of forgot about that one. One thing that we saw was Kylie Penner uh, start out the game missing easy layups, and we thought oh, this is she's having one of these games where uh, she's just mentally blocked, and she ended up just getting past that, getting 16 points, 13 rebounds, a uh, couple blocks, I think four steals. So she had a phenomenal game, even though she started out kind of rough. So um, so it's fun. They're they're a great group of girls. And who do you play today? So we'll have Burton. We've got the third place game there at the Gossel tournament. Uh, we stayed and watched them a little bit. Should be a fun game. We should match up well with them. They look like they're also very athletic and young. They're a little older. They've got some seniors uh, that you know have a lot of experience. They've got a sophomore that's a really good fast guard, and so it ought to be a, a good, fun, fast-paced game. What time today? Um, we play at three o'clock. Okay. And what time do the boys play? The boys should play at around seven thirty. Okay. If we we try to slow things down, we try to extend our games as long as possible <laughs> so that. Kind of slows up the whole tournament, well, so they might not play till nine. It depends. Well, on hopefully, it's a midnight start. <laughs> yeah. And then after today, playing Burton in the third place game, you'll play Wichita Homeschool. It looks like on Tuesday, and then at Solomon to wrap up December on Thursday. Yep, that's exactly right. Well, Wichita Homeschool should be really fun. I note I looked at their scores. I think they're averaging over sixty points a game wow. so far. They just beat Berean. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, that'll be a fun game Tuesday night. Well, Coach Fields, congrats on the big win last night, and best of luck today. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Greg. Well, we'll send in Coach Goodrich here in just a moment to recap his team's big week. A couple of big wins for the Illyria boys, beating Little River on Monday over at Gossel, winning 42-40, and then beating Kenton Galva last night, 34-28, and they will be playing in the championship game today. We'll have to ask Coach Goodrich. I don't know who they're playing today in the Gossel championship game. I think it might be game. Central Christian. I'm not sure. But. Either way, the Illyria boys had a really nice week, and Coach Goodrich, it started off on Monday with a win over the Little River boys, and we knew that this would be a very tough team going into the year. You had a lot of positive things to say about Jaden Garrison, and stopping a player like that and, and stopping that team from winning was no easy task, but you guys did a great job on Monday for that big win over the Redskins. We did, and I don't know if I'd use the word stop. because that, that <laughs> Limit, is, slow. Limit, slow. Uh, we did, and uh, again, he's phenomenal. I enjoy watching him when he's not playing against us. Uh, but it was collectively a group effort, and those things, as uh, you watch a lot of great teams, uh, they say team defense is something that will take you to the championship games, and uh, that was our focus is playing team defense. Uh, I think you can contest shots, but you also got to make sure you get the rebound, and that's one thing that we wanted to be focused on from our season opener is I got to finish the possession and get the rebound and secure it, and then you get another possession. And so we limited, limited, limited Little River to one shot for most of the night, and that helped us uh, get that first quarter lead. And then against Canton Galva last night, a 34-28 win over the Eagles. I don't know if, if some of those guys are still excited about football and, and are still pumped up about winning their state football championship. I knew they struggled a little bit early on, but a nice win for your team. A little, low, little lower scoring last night, but a nice win to set up a championship game today. Uh, yeah, I talked to Coach Duncan, and they've only practiced six times, and that, that makes a big difference because even with us practicing for three weeks, I still don't feel like we're ready. So I understand that he's, he's a little bit behind, and uh, we were kind of fortunate for that because I think if they had three weeks of practice, we might have been on the other end of last night's contest. 
but lower scoring, you're probably going to see that a lot from us. We lost one of our stronger uh, players. We don't know exactly his um, injury. We'll find out Tuesday if he's going to be back with us. It, I, it will be after Christmas. I know that for sure. But um, we'll be low scoring and we'll, we'll play good defense and hopefully be able to put a few buckets together so then we can find ourselves on a, a lot of successful wins. But uh, our guys played very disciplined last night, and that, that was key to our success. Um, you know, I, I would give Coach Duncan credit to making some adjustments, but we were able to make those adjustments <clears throat> to counter his, his, his approach to that second half, and uh, we did just enough to get ready uh, for tonight's championship game against Gossel. There you go. Against the host, Gossel. So it'll be a hostile environment for you guys. It's supposed to be, what, 7.30, allegedly? Is that right? Yeah, 7.30, and there's a lot of good games before that, so I don't think we'll get started at 7.30, but <laughs> it'll be nice to get started. Well, tell Coach Fields that if they get down to the end of the game, there's no fouling allowed. They just got to try and get out of it quickly. Are you going to go over with Tabor as well somewhere today? I are they will. at home? Are they are at home. I'll go watch for a little bit. Since Who do the Tabor women ha they have today? They play Sterling Lady Warriors. Too. Oh, Ooh. man, well, that's a big one for we've you. We've seen Sterling... Uh, very talented team. The Bulldogs, of course, pulled off the upset, the only team to beat them in the KCAC. But, boy, they can really get up and down the floor. And what a great test because Tabor and Sterling right now are considered maybe two, the very two best teams in the conference. It will. It'll be fun, and uh, we're kind of learning who we are. You don't know anybody over at Sterling, do you? <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. There's a lot of new faces. <laughs> but I do, know, I do know the majority of the team um, on that coaching staff coming that way. Well, Coach Goodrich, congrats on, on a couple of wins this week and then getting ready for potentially a tournament championship win tonight, 730 down at Gossel. Hey, thank you, Jim. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Zach. All right, Steve. Busy show. Busy yeah. week. Well, we're going to try and get Roger Trimble on, but we ran out of time. But oh. I think he was holding court. So, uh, well, he's wandering this way. So he might just pop in real quick and, and just... Uh, he says, we, we got it. Steve, Tammy's got some swap shop okay, coming Okay, we got up. some swap shop We have shop time for, for one phrase from Coach Tremel. He can come in and Words give us... Of one word of wisdom today. That's all we have time for. Because I keep for. quoting you during our game, saying yeah. the father of dog ball says this. Yeah, shoot to hit and hit to win. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty good. Little River, it was on Monday, lost to Illyria. Won against Canton Galva on Tuesday. Had the quick one-two and, and then playing again today. Play today. And uh, we play Central Christian uh, tonight for the third place game. What's the so. big key against Central Christian tonight at well, Gossel? I do not want to lose to them because their head coach is Adam Clark, who played for me. I wanted that handshake just a little bit longer. <laughs> so. I like I've it. Heard, I've heard that before. <laughs> well, there you go. Coach Trimble, excellent work. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Steve, it's swap shop yeah, time. Yeah, if it wouldn't have been for Vance, we would have had Roger on. The yeah, that's true. Steve? I think that you have earned yourself a nap today. I've still got an area roundup to put together and some pictures to post. So after that, I may sleep all day. Again, Swap Shop is coming up next. Thanks to all our coaches for coming in. We won't have a high school coaches show again until January 11th. So a decent amount of time off as we get ready for the winter break. And then we will be on the road at that night, Piper for McPherson. And so we will not be having a coaches show on that Saturday morning, January the 4th. Again, thanks again for our coaches and for Steve Sell. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. Swap Shop is coming up next. Tammy is here. 620-241-1504. The High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva was brought to you by Simco, McPherson Concrete, Alliance Agency Incorporated, Flynn's Ford Quarterback Club, Next Tech Wireless, 
Jar Performance Automotive, and Farmers State Bank. Thanks for listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva.